How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Welcome back. If you notice the audio is terrible, it's because the strangest thing happened right before we were going to record. I had everything up with my mic and my headphones, and uh, my couch decided to uh, static shock me, and it <laughs> broke the headphones. So I couldn't. I don't have another pair of headphones with me at the moment, and uh, everything I tried to use the mic and be able to hear Ian did not not work for some stupid reason. So here we are. With the computer audio and Ian's Skype audio, so we're gonna just have to make do. But we've been gone for like two months, so I think that's part of the course. Yeah, we kind of brought it on ourselves. Yeah, that's true. How dare us be busy? I mean, life happens, but yeah, I mean, kind of. We left off on a cliffhanger with Halloween uh, Part One, and now it's like, well, we <laughs> stay did that, tuned and for then, Part and Two. Then and then Suicide Squad came out, so we had to do that. Of and course, yeah. <laughs> That was the last thing we did. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is punishment for delaying for so long, I guess. So yeah, we're we're gonna try and touch on uh Batman Long Halloween Part Two. I have not watched the movie since it came out two months ago, however long ago it was. And um So yeah, that's that's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are at the moment. Luckily uh, I have though, so I guess I'll just have to carry the uh the recap. That's be fine. Fun. I I hate the movie with a burning passion, so it's that's fine. You do, yeah. We'll talk about that. Um. All right. Uh. So I guess I don't. I don't even know where we start. What 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 Batman news has happened? The only news that I know of is, uh, is just that we're gonna get a trailer. Whenever Fandom happen. When does Fandom happen? I thought it happened in February or in uh, September last year. October. No, it no, October. It happened in August last year. Oh, did it? It did because I remember I was still living at the farmhouse, and uh, here in Colorado, and that's when we—that's when the trailer dropped. Remember? That okay. Was yeah, I guess they—I guess they pushed it back with COVID and everything. But yeah, it's happening October this year. Okay, so it's happening in October. Okay, gotcha. I couldn't remember when uh, when that was happening. Um, but apparently we're gonna yeah, get so a full definitely... trailer during that, so that'll yeah, be fun. Yeah, we're definitely getting a trailer because. Uh, uh, Matt Reeves and pretty much everyone involved has been posting little snippets, especially with Batman uh, Day that was a couple of days ago. Um, they've been posting little hints and stuff, but basically every sign is pointing to, yes, we're getting a, another trailer at, at DC Fandom next month. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be great. It's about freaking time over a year in between trailers. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, the, the only things that have come out, like uh, like Matt Reeves shared a post uh, or a screenshot because they're editing the film. So, like, everything's done. They're they're editing, they're scoring the film, which is, like, the final step. So, like, no reshoots, nothing. Like, we are we are in the home stretch. And, uh, yeah, he shared a screenshot of Batman shooting a grappling gun. There's been a bunch of people like, oh, my God, we finally get to see Batman use a grappling gun. And it's like, yeah, like we've we seen him seen use it, it in, every in like, movie. every movie. Yeah, every, yeah. every single one. That's like... That's the one thing we have always gotten. <laughs> Ugh, it's ridiculous. And then um, Michael Giacchino um, shared a little bit of the Batman theme of yeah, of that the was cool. Compose, yeah, composing studio, and it, dude, this might already be my favorite theme. It it feels like classic Batman. 
I I strongly disagree with that, but I agree it's funny. Really? Oh, I love it, but no way. Are you kidding me? Danny Elfman's theme is Batman, and there's nothing that'll even come within a football field length of being that good. It's just not possible. Well, sure. Well, sure, but I'm saying in terms of, like, I think Michael Giacchino is very underrated when it comes to composing because he's done all the big movies, like the the adaptations. He did the new yeah. Star Trek. He did Rogue One. Uh, he did like the new Mission Impossible. Like he is great at finding like the old sound from previous composers who made stuff famous, yeah. but then kind of putting a new spin on it, but not betraying it. So to me, that's like I, he's taking the Elfman theme, obviously, especially using the same instruments and kind of making a similar sound. But it, it still feels like Batman. But of course, I mean, you can't beat the Elfman theme. But right. this that, this to me I is think. like the but perfect I, I blend. Love it. No, I think it's I think it's oh, great. It's great. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. Best. Like as soon as that soundtrack is coming out, I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah, that 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 makes sense. Um, yeah, as far as like the Batman goes, that's all I can think of, really. That's pretty much it. And then the only other like Batman in general news I know of is that we got a trailer for Injustice, which is the next animated movie. Yeah, I I literally just saw that, and I just pulled up the trailer, and I'm watching it right now. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, who cares? It's, it's, it looks I mean, to be the same visual it, style as Long Halloween. I know. See, that's what I was going to say. I disagree. I, I think this looks far Do better you? than Long Halloween. A little now, bit it's, better, it's, yeah, but it's still... It's just as cheap as far as frame rates go, but... Um, and as yeah. far as, like, you know, actual, actual uh, you know, draw, drawings, whatever, whatever. As Detailing far as actual, concept, uh, yeah. you know, frames... It's just as pathetic, but as far as the actual drawings look way better than Long Halloween. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit better, but it's still, it's, it's kind of a similar style, which I can't stand. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I, 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 I guess I can see a little bit, but I think this is miles better looking than... Yeah, it Long is. Long Halloween is one of the worst looking things ever, like... And people oh, like yeah. it. Uh, pe- apparently, it's a style choice. They I really guess. do. To me, it just is cheap. It doesn't look like a style choice to me. It looks like no money was put into it. But, oh, I mean, that's that's the feeling I got because it's been pretty much an MO for DC Animated for God knows how long now. True. No, that's very true. But long held. Yeah, so, so that it's trailer came out and it's like, like... It's it's just... It looks Yeah, terrible. yeah, yeah. But um, we'll, we'll get into that later. But um, uh, as far as other news i can't really think of much other news going on i mean i like i'm trying to think of anything develop wise like i mean obviously some movies have come out like shane chi but i don't care we don't care yeah uh, no, sorry uh, apparently it's good i've heard that from many people that it's pretty decent um uh, that's fine like i'm uh, sure good, it's good for it like i have no issues with it being good or not i just don't care who cares Marvel's no, dead. It, it, oh okay even, i have one thing it, uh, oh, yeah, Marvel pretty much is is dead to me. Um, I don't know what it's gonna take sure. for me to care about any of their stuff. Um, oh, I think I know what you're gonna talk about. Nothing, like there's no future things. No, no new, like nothing. No direction that they are moving in appeals to me no. in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it just doesn't. Um, they they've just they've they've ruined things too much where it's just like look you're you're you've been given enough chances i've i've given you all the chances over the past 5 years to you know to shape up um 
However, the uh, the trailer for Hawkeye came out. Yeah, I want to ask you about that. I don't know if you saw it. The trailer was really good. Wasn't bad, right? Like it was good. Like it's it's the best. It's the be- I mean, obviously, it still could be total garbage. Who knows? But it's the first thing I've seen trailer or anything where I'm like, that actually looks pretty good. Um, yeah. And again, I have I still have very very little faith in anything Marvel right now, but. I thought the trailer was great. I thought the tone was great. I thought the everything yeah. was depicted was great. The Christmas scene was Christmas. We never had that with yeah, the Marvel I'm, thing. I'm a, so that... I'm a sucker for New York Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Who isn't? Yep, yep. So that's appealing. Obviously, I love Jeremy Renner. Um, I've I've enjoyed his Hawkeye. It's not the Hawkeye from the comics, but I I've still enjoyed him. And and he's capable of being the Hawkeye in the comics, which is why it's been even more frustrating. Um, yeah. If you've seen Jeremy Renner, nice in most of the like he can easily like, the Hawkeye in the comics. Like we've seen little, they've gotten, he, they've let him do little glimpses of it, um, especially right. in like Age Voltron, part of that movie, and and some stuff like that. But but this for the first time is like okay, this looks, this feels like Hawkeye more than anything yeah. else has. And I know it's, it's the, sh- you know, it's his show. So I mean, obviously it's part of it, but it, it has a very Matt fraction, David aha feel, which I already know was the, that's the inspiration for it. I mean, they, they chose that as the font of the title, you know, they used it from the, from that comic run. And that comic run is phenomenal uh, until fraction got off the book. So the first three volumes, I guess, of that comic run is fantastic. It's probably the best Hawkeye comic. Um, not, not that there's been a ton of, um, great Hawkeye comics, but, um, have you, did you read that at all? I don't think so. Oh man. It's great. It started in 2012, I think, but, um, it's really good. And that, that's definitely seems to be the vibe. Kate Bishop's involved in the whole run, which I'm not a big Kate Bishop fan, right? But, their dynamic is it can be interesting and and the other thing where this is and this is sad but the reason why i have a little bit more faith in this than in other things one the trailer was good two the narrative of that story fits with the narrative of hollywood perfectly right now um Mm. because because look clint barton in the comics is, is, is pretty much an idiot. Like he's, he's kind of dumb. That's kind of his character. <laughs> he's kind of dumb. He's a womanizer. He doesn't really care. He gets into a ton of trouble. He pisses a lot of people off like that. That's kind of his character. <clears throat> like he right. lives in a crappy New York apartment, even <laughs> though he has a lot of money. Cause he's an Avenger, like just stuff like that. He's a lose. He's basically a loser. Yeah. And then Kate Bishop is like a wealthy, child of like a child of like a wealthy family i don't remember exactly her backstory but like and then became a great archer again i don't remember her exact backstory but it's it's basically like that and she's like a very sophisticated she's way younger but is like more of an adult than clint barton is that's kind of the dynamic they have where he's the grown-up but she acts like the Mm grown-up and that fits perfectly with hollywood's narrative right now like they're they're forcing that story on everything but in this right. instance, it actually already might actually work. That. 
So, okay. to me, looking at it, there's a lot less for me to screw up a part of that game. Because it's yeah. already a part of it. So I'm like, well, that's perfect for Hollywood right now. They don't have to ruin something to make it what they want. It kind of already is like that. Yeah, so, but then watch. They'll, they'll, they'll ruin it again right, somehow. Right, right. I, obviously, yeah. Watch them do something even worse. So it's very possible. But, uh, and again, like this Hawkeye character is not really that. So it's kind of going to be weird seeing the character then be now be portrayed like that. If they do that, yeah. I, I can't quite tell if they're going to do that or not. But or not fully. That'll be a little weird. Uh, so it's like part of yeah. me be like, yay, this is more comic accurate. But uh, this is nothing like the established. Now it clashes. Yeah. Everything from watching the trailer, it's like this seems like fun. It seems different. Yeah. It, it seems fairly accurate to the at least the feel of that comic line. So I don't know. Again, the, the trailer. I, I'm not. The, I'm not sitting here expecting much from Marvel at this point. But just from that, sure. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll give it a shot. I watched Captain yeah. America. Or I watched uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, and we saw how that went. So, yeah, you know. But anyway, but I didn't want to talk about that because I thought the trailer was actually good, and it actually gives me a tiny little bit of like, okay, maybe. Yeah, I actually liked it. I got a lot of uh, Shane Black vibes from it. Obviously, the, yeah, the Christmas, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he, every movie he does is set at Christmas. But yeah, the good kind of buddy cop, even though they're not cops, feel to it with her, uh, him and Kate. And yeah, it, for me, like it felt like every Marvel show up until this point has just been glorified. Kind of like, you know, DLC content for games where it's just add-ons. It's like, oh, you've already bought in the game. Here's a another side mission. <laughs> yeah. That's what this shows. It felt like it's like, Oh, you know, all these characters see them on this little side story where they take on this person that wasn't big enough for a movie. And yeah, this one actually feels like a story that they're telling to actually give a character who deserves a spotlight, his own time yeah. to shine. So I might give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, definitely. I totally agree. Um, and this character, and again, like this character lends itself to that type of storytelling. Like that's the way he's used yeah. in the comics. He's an ancillary yeah. character who then every now and then kind of has a run. And again, there's not a ton of great Hawkeye comic book runs, but um, there's not even a, well, there's not a ton in general, but, but then the, the few times when it has happened, it's, it can work really well as that kind of side, you know, that side thing where he is facing lesser people. Like, cause that that's part of the character. So, I mean, Daredevil yeah. works that way too, in a way. Sure. Um, so, so yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how it goes so far. When does it come out? Seems November? Fine. I think, yeah, I think like Thanksgiving time. Sometime that's right. There. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, that's the first Marvel thing in years where it's been like, all right, maybe. So we'll, yeah. you know, we'll see that, but that's, it's, it's, it's regardless, it's still a nice feeling to somewhat be looking forward to something it, you know, yeah, have some investment in, you know, especially cause like, like we've said many times, we want to like this stuff. Like we want to like superhero movies. We want superhero movies to come out, but when, you know, we're on number 12 in a row of garbage. Yeah. That, you know, you just, you lose, you get desensitized with it. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So that's happening. Um, do you want to talk about at all any other trailers uh, like Matrix or anything like that? Oh, no, that looks like garbage. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I'm, I, I, I refuse to watch it. 
I mean, I, the trailer I refuse itself, to watch the trailer. Like, I'm not watching the trailer. Like, I don't care. I don't understand. Not- I honestly don't understand. Has anyone seen Matrix 2 or 3? Like, did anyone watch those movies or not? Or did we just forget that those exist? I rewatched them uh, right after the trailer came out. And I was like, wow, yeah, these are terrible. Like, They're the, awful. This is- I, I refuse yeah. to even watch 3. I watched 2 and was like, I'm not even going to bother with, with 3. I'm oh, not- 3 is just... There's like, good stuff in two, but all of three is bad. There's one good thing in two. The the the, the highway chase is a the, good action. Yeah, hard car it. chase. Um, yeah. That that's about it. So no, Matrix is Matrix one. That's all there is with Matrix. Yep. There's nothing else. Nothing else else exists, and it's a freaking masterpiece. It's one of my top fifteen favorite movies of all time, and I still would it's argue. Amazing. I would argue it's probably the the single greatest action movie ever made. I'm just gonna stick with that. I, I, I wouldn't argue, but actually, like it's a well put together trailer, like sure with the song is. they use. But but yeah, it's it's all fluff. It's like we don't need this. This is all nostalgia. Yep. There's a new actor playing Morpheus, which is sacrilege. Ugh. It's like no, yeah, I, I I do not care. And seeing all the people are like, oh, this is something different. No, it's not. No, it's not. Like you idiots. Just because it doesn't have a superhero or a cape does not mean it's different. No. The only reason this movie is happening. It's because Wachowskis are trans. I'm sorry. If they weren't Probably. trans, that you cannot COVID, have as many. That and COVID. We're yeah. going to see more that and more COVID. of these garbage, safe, quote unquote, uh, quote unquote you know, IP movies uh, for the next couple of years. Because the other thing that, that struck me with the trailer is that it looks like cheap. It looks like all the streaming mm, movies really? that does it you know, really? have these slightly smaller. Yeah. Oh, What's man. That? I said, does it really? Parts of it, yeah. Like it, it doesn't look like the Matrix. It doesn't have the green Matrix feel that all the movies have. It, it it looks like a lot of movies today, but you know, but it has all the characters from the Matrix. And yeah, there are some parts that look downright cheap. I'm sorry, and I'm like, this. Okay, well, this does to not be look fair, epic. to play devil's devil's advocate, sometimes that does happen with trailers when they have to get trailers out. No, oh. that's what people say, but. Uh, They've been working on this movie for years, and this is all that has come out. And the movie comes yeah. out in like two months. So wait, uh, no, people it comes love out next year. Excuse. No, it comes out December. It does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Oh my gosh, never mind. I didn't realize it came out in December. I quit following it because yeah. I don't care. Oh, of course, it's sacrilege to keep making this. All right, now let me just—I'm yeah. going to go back to this because the fact that any other Matrix movies exist still just drives me insane. Because of how perfect I think the first movie is. It is perfect. I got to go see, because it came out in 1999. Back in 2019, they did a re-release in 4K for like the big Dolby theaters at AMC. Ah, damn. And I went to go see it. Now, there's only like three people in there because it's like $20 movie tickets. But I was a part of the AMC stubs list, so I could go basically for free. And that is one of my top five all-time favorite theater experiences in my entire life getting to see the matrix on a giant dolby screen with dolby sound i i don't think i stopped smiling just the entire two hours of the movie like it 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 was kill for that it was incredible you should you could have come with me um i could i don't know why i didn't i i guess i just didn't know about it because if i did i would have been in at a heartbeat yeah i don't know what was going on i don't know what i don't know why you didn't but um anyway like that movie 
it's just, it's, yeah, I just think that is the just epitome of just like a perfect action movie. Just everything about it. It is. I think, I think the lobby shootout is the single greatest action scene ever put on film. When you Probably. just take everything into it. I mean, it's all practical. All of yep. it. Explosions. It's all wire work. The slow-mo, the action, the freaking spy break music. Like everything about it is just perfect. The fact yeah. that all these perfect things I'm going to talk about the other Marvel thing coming out. Um, so, I don't even know what other Marvel thing. Good. Good. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but with, with the trailer, you're not missing anything. So that, you, you're better off, trust me. Uh, all right. Is there anything else going on? I mean, there, uh, there's do you stuff, want... but. Oh, I mean, I was going to ask if you want to talk about, about the, the Marsha Lucas comments. Oh yeah. We might as well. Uh, I figured. I don't know how to. this slipped under the radar, but apparently back like a couple, did the book just come out or what? Cause the comments are from years ago. Um, I, I think the book just came out and that's why okay. it's making headlines. Okay. Yeah. But it's some random book about like producing or something, but they ended up interviewing yeah. Marsha Lucas for it. And uh, at some point was asked, asked her about um, Star Wars, the Disney Star, Wars. Star Wars. And she's basically like, yeah, it's all trash. <laughs> Hell so yeah. 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 yeah this was, is not a funny. case of like sour grapes, like trying to clean the relevancy. This is the person who knows Star Wars just as much as, George Lucas, if anybody, sure. coming out and saying what we what we're all saying and what is objectively true is that Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams, and Ryan Johnson have bungled this from and the have beginning. Have no idea what they're doing in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and, and the best part is that they they can't just you know dismiss this as some internet troll trying to you know dunk on feminism. No, this is a woman who was involved from the beginning, who knows her stuff, who knows Star Wars, saying, "No, you idiots have ruined this IP." Mhm. Mhm. It's fantastic. It is very nice to see. It's very 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 nice to see. Um Unfortunately, Mark, you know what's going to come of it? Nothing. 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 Nothing at all. Um If it, if anything, they'll, they'll torpedo Star Wars even more just to spite her. Well, unless the rumors are true that John Favreau and Dave Filoni are in charge of Star Wars moving forward as far as Ew, the production they're goes. They're not. One, they're, they're probably not. Two, I don't care. Like again, it's like many other things. I don't care. You you've ruined everything. I don't I don't care anymore. And, until until I'm and given I, I, some sort of ample reason to care. And look, the Mandalorian was nice. It's nice, fine. you know. It was nice to have. It definitely was far superior than movies, and it gave us a few nice moments. The first season in particular was was good. It's yeah. still nothing spectacular. No. And so, no, you know, still a million continuity issues and, and lore oh, breaking yeah. moments for sure, for sure. So it's still even with all that, it's still it's I still don't I don't care. It's going to take more than that. It's going to take a lot more than that. Yeah. And I'm sorry. The more I find out about Dave Filoni, the less I like him. So really, the idea of him being more and more. Yeah. 
just you know, a lot of stuff that he was okay with that yeah. Johnson and JJ did, and who knows, he might just be kissing ass to stay on board because all he ever contributed was more of that. But who knows? That's what I'm guessing because all he cares about is making stupid Ahsoka Tano, you know, part of Star Wars canon because that's his OC. It's like yeah. shut up. Yeah, I don't care. But you know, they're not in charge. Kathleen Kennedy is not going anywhere. Yeah, probably not. No, I'm, I'm telling you, she will be in her 80s and she'll still be there like the old studio executives still do freaking now. <laughs> where it literally takes them to either die or get me to to get them out of there. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I think you're right. I, I would agree with that. I, I am. Right. <laughs> if she hasn't been fired at this point, nothing will get her fired. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah, I think I think you're right. I agree. She was like in Seinfeld when George is trying to get fired from the Yankees and he's literally like. He's taking the pennant and destroying it on live TV. He's taking Lou Gehrig's jersey and like <laughs> ruining it, and he can't get fired. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, that's about to come on Netflix. That's fun. I know. I can't wait. Even I own it on DVD. I'm like, that's eh, still pretty fun. That's a show I have not watched all the way through that I would like to watch all the way through and probably once it comes on Netflix. It's, it's like I actually, I, I actually I've like the later it. seasons more. episode of the Seinfeld. I've never watched I would like to watch next. I think it takes a couple of seasons to find its footing. I don't like the first couple of seasons as much, but it's still a great show. I mean, it's still best sitcom ever. No, I just keep rewatching Community and Psych and I, I can tell. <laughs> and Blue Mountain State and all these other sure. shows. That are fantastic. Yeah, I rewatched Blue Mountain State for like the fifth time again recently. That show's so good. That's such a good show. I need show. to, yeah. It's so good. I love I love that show. It's so refreshing, especially now, because they don't give no, sure. a F about anything. It is the most irreverent, non-politically correct TV show I've like ever seen. <laughs> like, Which is funny, because I've been rewatching. There's no female Sorry. characters. They're all nobodies. Like they're all just there for yeah. football players to sleep with. Like it's just all these Yeah. And it's just refreshing. It just is. I felt the same way about uh It's a comedy show. Shoot, I forgot. What what was something recently that I felt that way about? I don't even I don't remember now. There was uh, I, I totally I feel like I mean Suicide Squad a little bit. Yeah, sure, sure. But but anyway, oh man. Um, all right. What uh, what else do we need to talk about? Because again, it's been a long time. I feel like there should be more. There probably has been, but I feel like there has been too much like big stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah. I could be wrong. I think we talk about it's been this long. It's hard to keep up with everything. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. I mean, Dune is coming out. I can't wait to see that. The reviews have been great, so hopefully, it does well at the box office. Um, I don't care. Yeah, I, I know you don't, but like I'm also I, I'm invested in because I'm hoping that it doing well at the box office because I'm worried that if it doesn't do well, it will affect the Batman somehow, where Warner Brothers will get cold feet and be like, Ugh, it's still COVID and people are still hesitant oh, about yeah, going to the movie yeah. theater. So, yeah, so that's why I'm like, point. please do well, and I want to get sequels because I, I, a lot of us are hoping that fantasy kind of takes over from the superhero genre because. 
Yeah, we're all played oh, out yeah. of the superhero genre all, all in general. Nerds. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's like there's so much great fantasy that you know, yeah, t- yeah, yeah. fantasy is taking off on TV because we got you know The Witcher, we got Game of Thrones, yeah, that's cool. be we got trash. the World Reach show. What? You, the stuff, everything I've heard about the second season of The Witcher sounds terrible. Yeah, probably. I mean, the first season has problems too, and I like and the first hopefully season. it doesn't. I, I do too. Don't get me wrong, but it still had problems. Mainly that it didn't focus on its best part, which was Henry Cavill as Geralt, and yeah, yeah, and all the other true. stuff. But we'll see. That's true. Did you see that? Uh, apparently, there's a uh, talks about a penguin series. What? Or HBO Max. That sounds why. Funny. Why don't make villains protagonists? I just don't understand why this is so hard. The only time you can do it is something like Suicide Squad. You can't do it yeah. with these type of characters. It doesn't work. Because they never uh, end up making them... Anyway. And no, I mean, uh, there's a little of bit point. of an argument with that with Suicide Squad. Because in the end, they save the day. And so there is kind of some sure. of that. But, but they're still the awful most part, people. <laughs> most of the characters are still... Well, one, most of the characters either die before it happens or... Right. They, they aren't even that good anyway, like like Peacemaker or whatever, like, you know. Oh, yeah. So You can do it with that tone, like that tone yeah. of a movie. You can do it, it can work. Yeah, it doesn't work with these characters. It just doesn't. I, I, I'm sorry. I hate it. I, and, and it's not going to stop. They keep making money. But I, I, I hate <sighs> villains are not protagonists. They're villains. For a well, reason. I, well, hopefully, maybe the stupid Venom sequel will bomb, which it looks like it oh. will anyway. Uh, so, so maybe that will finally wake them up and be like, okay, this isn't going to work. And then if, when they ever do make Joker 2, that's not going to make anywhere near as much money. So maybe that will finally let them catch on to the fact that, yeah, villain movies are dumb. I, hope I hate so. them. Oh, I can't stand them. I, I, I despise them. Oh, it was man. so funny where like all these stupid Venom fanboys were like, "Oh, Carnage is gonna be awesome," and then it's no. like, "Oh, it's PG 13 and they're like, "What?" It's like, "What did you think?" It's Sony. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. It's trash. It's trash. Sad world we live in. Sad world it we is. live in. Um. All right. Is there? Oh, oh. Um. One. A little bit of a lesser note. The. Uh, Bat and Son are going to make a sequel to uh, Dying is Easy. Ooh, really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently they they announced that and they're about to oh, start man. the like Indiegogo campaign or whatever. So, uh, so oh, yeah, they're and and obviously they're like it depends on how much money they can raise for you know what type of script they can actually shoot. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they raised more this time. You would think so after how freaking incredible so. the last one was. I mean. I mean, I've been watching Bat and Sun for 10 years um, with their superpower beatdowns and uh, and that type of stuff. I've been watching them for like a, a decade now. And I think by far, Dying is Easy is the best thing they've ever done. Oh, sure. I mean, they're clearly getting better. But yeah, for sure. It, it's it's just... So if we get any more of that... um. Uh, yes, yes, please. That'd be awesome. Yes, please. Absolutely. It, that's one yeah. of the best live action Batman things I've ever seen. Like, period. Like, absolutely. All the movies. T- like, it is. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And uh, so, yeah, please, please have more of that. Bat in the Sun. You guys are phenomenal. 
Um, I I don't think I have anything else. Uh, I don't think I have anything else either. I'll probably remember right at the very end, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, probably, but that's fine. Um, all right. I guess we want to get this over with. We can just talk about this trash movie. Um, oh, really? We don't want... Uh, you haven't seen any movies, right? I have not watched a movie since August one. No kidding. No, I've been busy and not... I just... I, I go through phases of watching new movies. and um, Sure. I just have not... With how busy I've been, I just have not watched... I haven't watched movies. TV shows because I get home so late from things and stuff. It's like I haven't even been watching movies much at all. So yeah, no, I haven't seen a single new movie in a month and a half. (laughs) That's okay. We we can skip because I I've seen like six, so it might be a while. But yeah, you can mention them briefly if you want. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll just go through real fast. Anything worthwhile, either because they were terrible enough or because they were good. Uh, not because they're terrible enough, uh, honestly enough. Um, two I, are definitely worth watching. One you've seen uh, that you've been meaning for me to watch, and I finally got around to watching uh, Doctor Sleep. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it is. I, I really liked it. And I'm someone who's not a huge fan of The Shining, so I thought it was a perfect kind of blend between paying homage to the film version, and, but then also the book version of... Um, of Dr. Sleep. So I, I really liked it. Obviously I'm a big Hugh McGregor fan, but I thought, I forget the actor's name, but he's really good. He did a haunting of Hill house and stuff. He's a big horror guy, but yeah, I thought he killed it. I thought it was a really cool movie. Um, surprisingly enjoyed it. It's surprisingly violent too. It's very violent, very and like, and not just violent, but like, even when there isn't disturbing. a whole lot of blood, it's still disturbing. Yeah, which I love. I mean, that, you can only, I mean, you, you torture a kid and you're in a whole other level of uh, of disturbing there. Yeah, I mean, they, they do not pull any punches. And it's not just like over the top torture porn. Like, it's no, no. truly like sometimes less is more. Yeah, that's what I'm always saying. And it's so nice to actually see it done. Like, I think the blend of actual, like, on-screen violence, or I don't even know if you could really say gore necessarily. It's not necessarily gore a lot of the times, but the blend of that with the off-screen implication, I think is done really well. And it's something that is not done nearly enough, especially in horror movies. Uh, No. So, uh, <laughs> James Wan, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I really liked. It. I need to watch it again. I, think it's like, I don't think I've seen it since then. So it's been a few years. I haven't rewatched it. Yeah, in and a it's while. on uh, HBO Max. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next thing I want to watch is Black Summer. I've been meaning to rewatch that. Oh, dude, I love movie. that. Yeah, it's really long, so I haven't had time. I just haven't had time to put it on yet. That's that's the next thing I want to rewatch. Oh yeah, now I, that I, I that's movie TV, I can watch whenever. Now that I have a big TV, I actually want to I want to watch that movie. Like, for sure, we'll see it on on there. But um, nice, yes. So that's a good one. Yeah, and then the other one I watched that I would definitely recommend is one I was not expecting to like as much, and that was a uh, Wrath of Man by Guy Ritchie. I don't know huh. if you remember this movie coming I do out. Not remember. I've what? never heard of that. 
it, it came out like early this year, uh, you know, still COVID, uh, obviously it flopped, you know, because of everything going on, but it's Jason Statham. It's like a, uh, armored truck type of like heist movie, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's, um, yeah, I, I'm a big guy, Richie fan, obviously, but I'm not a sure, big sure. Jason Statham fan. So like I saw a trailer and I was like, eh, doesn't do anything for me, but I watched it, you know, cause it was like three bucks to rent on Amazon. And it's actually really good. Uh, okay. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's, it's unlike all of his other films where it's not kind of tongue-in-cheek, very fast-paced, fi- fast kind of typical Guy Ritchie. Yeah. It's a lot darker and kind of more serious. And it actually works really well. Um, nice. To me, this is like the best armored truck heist bank movie since Heat. Like, it's, it's wow. really good in terms of... Yeah, wow. so it's just like classic, really cool shootouts where it's just all out freaking automatic machine guns going off and people shooting each other. Like just old school, awesome, like action, but actually done really well. And the story is, is kind of this unconventional way of being told it's not linear, but it still works. And yeah, all I can say is like, check it out for yourself. It's actually really worth watching. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to check that out. That sounds yeah. great. And then all the other movies I saw were fine. Uh, I saw The Abyss finally, James Cameron's okay, The Abyss, because yeah. I'd never seen it before. It was all right. I, I'm I'm not a James Cameron fan by any means, yeah. and I I just didn't really care for this movie. For me, uh, James Cameron is basically T2, and that's pretty much it. T2 and Aliens, yeah. He's, oh, he's well, the guy yeah. who can make... I don't like Aliens as much as everyone else does. I still like Aliens, but... Yeah, I'm like quite. No, I'm the same way. I still like Alien more, but Alien I, I enjoy Alien for better. sure. Way better. Oh yeah, God yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, but yeah, like all the all the practical effects, water stuff. That's what he's the best at for sure. But the script was very. It felt very Roland Emmerich, especially yeah. a lot of the dialogue. And I'm like, why does Roland Emmerich get crap for this, but he doesn't? <laughs> and uh, yeah. So yeah, it was fine. Uh, the other movie I watched was uh, From Hell, which came out, I think, like 2001 with Johnny Depp about Jack the Ripper. It's based on the Alan Moore okay. graphic novel. Okay. Uh, really interesting story, interesting graphic novel. Not a great movie. It's, yeah. like I said, very early 2000s. So the fact yeah. that Heather Graham is playing a British prostitute is kind of all you need to know. Because <laughs> uh, she, she's like uh, she's like Cameron Diaz or uh, yeah Cameron Diaz and freaking no, um, no 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 Gaines no no she, she's yeah, she's better yeah. than Cameron Diaz let's not put her down there she is yeah which but no one talks about how bad she is in that movie because it's Scorsese and everything he does is magic so oh. we can't talk about how terrible she was Man. but uh yeah it's not great um again cool story I love Jack the Ripper uh, facts and history but it's very kind of hokey there are like we talked about with um with uh, Dr. Sleep, it is, there are some truly disturbing, uh, like shots and the way they frame stuff, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, it's not great. Gotcha. And then the other movie I watched was, um, the 13th warrior. Cause critical drinker did a, a, a video about that. Huh. And, uh, I'd always meant to watch this movie cause I'd always seen that blockbuster. I had heard about it. Um, but I didn't really know too much about it. All I knew it was like John McTiernan directed it and it was a big flop. Uh, and he talked about in his video why it was a flop. Basically, the 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 author of the book that's based on Michael Crichton and then John McTiernan were constantly butting heads on set about mm-hmm. you know creative yeah. differences. Well, Michael so the Crichton's movie got, been like, through the cut. ringer with a lot of his adapted stuff. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so basically, the movie got cut down. Like it, it's only ninety minutes, 
and it should be at least two and a half hours. Like it's supposed to be an epic. Yeah. Um, cause it is an epic story and it is 90 minutes. And <laughs> I kid you not this, I don't remember the last time except maybe like suicide squad, the original where there are certain plot lines that are literally forgotten about. Wow. And you go, wait, what? What happened there? But in this case, there's a reason because it was the studio was like, okay, we're done. We're spending too much money. Just put it out there and be done with it. So I can understand why like entire storylines are, are left on the cutting room floor. But but even then, there's in there, there's still a great movie. It's really cool. The idea is basically Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk okay. actually kind of ripped off a lot of the story about these like cannibals who are terrorizing this uh like a Viking village basically. Hmm. Um, but, but, uh, there's some really cool characters and this is a movie that I think should be remade because it could be great. It wasn't great. There's room to improve on. So it's like, that's a movie that should be remade and, you know, to, to reach the full potential. But, uh, unfortunately if they remade it today, the main character would be a woman and it'd be green screen and it'd probably be awful. So it, it's still yeah. worth checking out. Just, just go into it knowing that. Yeah, it is a very flawed movie, but I still enjoyed it. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much it. All right. Fair enough. All right. Can we get into this garbage now? Why don't we? We have we have waited long enough. <laughs> okay. Let's get this over with. We got to talk about Batman Long Halloween Part 2. And uh, Ian, I'm going to let you take the reins on this one because one, I don't care. And I haven't seen it in like three months, two months. So, okay. Uh, please, well, please I, go for it. Uh, we left off at the end of part one, and part one was good. We we enjoyed part one. Part one I, was good. I enjoyed pretty yeah, much it was, all uh, of part one. Fa- yeah, it was, it was. It remained pretty faithful. Uh, minor, Except for the animation, uh, some minor changes. But... Yeah, we talked about that. The animation was garbage. Uh, mm-hmm. It does not get any better in this in this part. No, obviously. no, no, it's the same. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so this. I was going to say this picks up right where we left off, but that isn't true because we left off with Alberto Falcone being murdered on the the yacht or whatever. Which happens Um, in the book. Right. And so you would think this picks up like right after that. They talk about, you know, the the outfall of that. And it doesn't. It it picks up with uh, Poison Ivy have have already uh, taken over Bruce. Yeah, which we don't Um, see in the other movie. No, and it makes no sense. Cause, like it started, and I was like, "Wait, did I skip something?" I know. I'm like, was there like a was there like a little video they put on YouTube to explain it? Because yeah, the, the, oh, I hate I hate when sequels do that. And yeah. This isn't even a sequel. This is part two. Yeah. So you're supposed to pick up right after. Right. Uh, so that was jarring. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we pick up right after that. You know, Catwoman comes and rescues Bruce. Luckily. The one thing that stood out to me at the beginning of this movie is, dude, Batman is terrible in this part. Yes, he, he is. is just a buffoon. Yes. Like, okay, he's taken over by Poison Ivy. That's what she does. Fair yeah. enough. But then he goes right after because Scarecrow and like Penguin and all of them have been released from Arkham. And like, literally, he, he grabs Scarecrow. He has a gas mask, so he's good. But then he doesn't move and Scarecrow j- just sticks him with a syringe. And it's like, are you retarded? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure in the book, too. Again, it's been at least a year since I've read Long Halloween, and I don't actually have right. that with me here. Um, and I that's one of the ones yeah. I don't have digitally. A lot of the Batman stories I at least at some point have gotten digitally, but that one I haven't. I just have the paper one, but it's not with me, so I wasn't able to go back and reread it. I'm, I'm pretty sure in um, 
the book, the book. Catwoman does not rescue him from Poison Ivy. I'm No, I think she does. Does she? I couldn't remember exactly what happened with that, how that happened in the book. Yeah, she does, because that's how, like, yeah, because he's the whole thing about that is that he's, like, gone from all the the calendar killings that are happening. So she puts it together, like, okay, why is Batman not investigating? Something must be up. And, I, yeah, I think she I think she does actually rescue him. Okay, okay, well, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, that part I couldn't quite remember. Yeah. But anyway. But, yeah, no, I, Batman is, is terrible. Cause then right I, I might after, come and go and be getting other stuff done while you talk about the movie. <laughs> Seriously? Okay. Um, no, but yeah, no, like, and, and then later on, um, when uh, Mad Hatter and Scarecrow are robbing a bank, like, Batman comes to stop them, and I forget how he gets taken out, but it's like the dumbest way again. So, there's like three times in 30 minutes that Batman is captured by the, the bad guys and just, like, uh, just aloof. He, he's an idiot in this version, and we've seen that happen before, where he's kind of been off his game, but that really stuck but, out uh, to me Ian, in this um, one. We, we've we've read Long Halloween. We're both we're both fans of of the book Long Halloween. Right. Um, I would argue it's Jeff Loeb's best work. It's either that or Hush yeah. to me. Um, sure. Uh, you know, unfortunately, they they were so successful. He just kept doing the same thing forever after that. But yeah. um, uh, would you describe Batman's character in Long Halloween as a buffoon? <laughs> No, like in fact, long not, not at all. Long, no, Long Halloween. It's one of the in fact, best is like very, Batman stories ever. Yeah, like there's actually very little action. It's all about the freaking detecting. Like, yeah. it's all about that. And I mean, I get obviously putting more action into the movie, but but not at the cost of making Batman an idiot. Yep. Yeah. So that that stuck out. That was kind of the first like. Oh boy, we're we're in for a we're in for some uh some downgrade in quality from part one to part two, um, and then I'm trying to think. The rest of it kind of plays out the same as the book for the most part. Uh, it's really up until right after you know we get the whole transformation of Harvey Dent into Two Face, where it starts to kind of veer off course. I would say. I don't know yeah. if you agree. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, should we just get to the the big like the the big changes? Obviously, the big spoilers. I don't know if I have the energy to go through this. Um. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Now look. To be fair, I will be fair. I was maybe maybe a little bit harsh in my review. Of, you were. Uh, of this. It was a uh, visceral reaction in the moment, but I, I, because it's so unimportant, I did forget that there is a little bit with the wife, with Two Face's wife, involved in the, in the ending in the book. I did forget sure. about that, so I will at least give it credit. It's not quite out of left field as I initially thought. Um, again, it'd right. been at least a year or so since I read the book and it's such a non-factor in the book that I had forgotten about. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's literally at the very end and right. it's kind of like the way they do it is a little, uh, nuanced. Yeah. But in this, um, okay. Spoilers for the book. If any of you haven't read the book, the killer, the holiday killer is Alberto Falcone. That's who holiday is. Yeah. 
Um, and it's a big surprise because he gets, you know, he fakes his own death, at, you know, at somewhere in, along in the middle. Um, New Year's, and it yeah. turns out he's the killer because he's basically the forgotten child of Falcone. And he's basically having his revenge on that. In, in a nutshell, that that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, the, the, he is not the killer in this in this book, in this uh, movie, Ian. The, the, nope. The, no, the he, villain he is, is not the villain, which is now two for two on Jeff Loeb finishes. And we're like five out of the last six Batman movies where they're just like, nope, we're not going to actually have the, the real ending. We're going to completely make up a new one because we're retarded. I, I will say um, I didn't hate it as much as you did, probably mostly because I was expecting it because I had heard from you, you know, that it sucked. And I was like, so I was preparing myself for you know, just garbage. Um, and I was, I was a little bit more, I think I'd read the book, uh, probably more recently. So I, I was aware. So when we got to the wife, I was like, okay, I would say in terms of how they butcher the ending, this is not as bad as what they did to hush. Would you agree? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, hush was changed far, far more than basically the right. whole story was different. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, I agree with that, but I was more mad about this one because it was like the third time in a row. So that, sure, I, yeah, what, that that makes sense. You know, I we literally you. had it. We had Gotham by Gaslight, Hush, yep, and now Long Halloween. So three in a row. Take out Batman Ninja and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and yeah, Soul of the Dragon, true. which none of those were adaptations. So that's no. that doesn't count. Um. Especially Which, by the way, I rewatched Batman and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a few weeks ago again. It holds up, and it's still fantastic. Um, oh, yeah, a lot of fun. It's the last good Batman movie that's been made. But uh, so this far. one it isn't as different, but because it was a third one in a row, and it's completely unnecessary, it was almost worse. Yeah. Where, like, they basically had yeah, most of the story the same, and then they're just like, nope, we have to have a female be the bad guy. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, because like when when they when they do the whole reveal at the end with uh, him actually going to their house and catching her, destroying all the evidence, it, it comes off very soap opera. Because yep. in this movie, the whole uh, motivation behind it is that she and Alberto were in love, and they had a child, which Car Carmine like wouldn't uh, recognize as being legitimate. So uh, it's implied that he made her abort the child, and so that's why she was killing all the members. And so when she's talking about that and you're hearing this, it's like it, it comes off very soap opera, uh, which the book did not. The book felt like very, oh, like, wow, one, the twist works because you thought the killer was dead. And in this one, no, he really just is dead. Um, so and like, and like also when you look back at the scenes where you get glimpses of, of the the calendar, the holiday killer, like it's definitely not a woman it, nope. it, like. And especially not Gilda, who is like small and and you know very uh, thin in in the the way they animate her. So it's like that's completely you know retconned and annoying. Yep. So no, I but I totally agree. The fact that they've done it three times in a row now, and the part that yeah, I don't get is a lot of people. Total, if you go back to the Killing Joke, which they didn't change the ending, oh, they changed the yeah. beginning. No. Yeah, still just as egregious. But yep. yeah, the part that I don't get is a lot of people like gave this movie especially like good reviews. I'm like, what? I, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. 
I, I honestly don't know. Because it's because got a 3.5 on Letterboxd. Then... It's got a 7.2 on IMDb and a 100% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an 84% audience rating. Well, the critic rating I don't care about. Yeah, that doesn't but really the matter, audience is like, what? I don't know. Yeah, I like know. I see a lot of people, even on like YouTube, I think like Jeremy Johns gave it a good re- review. I'm like, what? Like the animation alone should be like, okay, no, like Warner Brothers do better. I don't understand. Yeah, because the animation, the part, the the problem that plays in this one is that I found myself multiple times where I'll, someone would get shot. I'm like, oh, are they dead? I'm like, I can't tell because the animation is so poor. It's bad. I mean, I don't need graphic graphic violence, but there's a no. couple times I'm like, is that? To be honest, like when, I think uh, that's when, uh, overdone uh, right now. I th- I think especially in animation, oh, for sure. the, the I don't want R-rated animated movies. I I don't. I, I really don't like. 95% of the time, I do not want an animated movie R. Like, animation to me just doesn't lend itself really for that. I think there's a couple yeah. of instances, maybe, but it's just been nonstop, like, way yeah. over the top violence with these animated movies. And I don't understand it. It, it. I don't get the appeal. That's not the way animation works. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's very edgy, like, oh, we're making animation for adults because animation is not just for kids like okay well you can make it for adults but you don't have to make it like where kids can't watch it but yeah yeah yeah, in this case like in this case when maroney gets killed in the alleyway like you know during the whole um the scene where batman's undercover as a SWAT agent um like he gets shot and you just see like a a bullet you know flying like he falls over i'm like oh is he dead like where did he get shot and you have no idea and they're maroney's dead i'm like oh i guess he got shot in the head and like you could not tell because Again, the frame rate with the animation is so awful. Again, it's Archer. It, it really it's is. And, but again, that's done for that's done for laughs. It's done like, oh, look how terrible this is. Right. Um, yeah, but this is this is not it's terrible. Yeah, it, but that yeah that was bad. But yeah, I I I really don't get the whole like what. How does the story benefit from just omitting? Alberto Falcone's involvement and just having uh, Gilda be the the villain the whole time like it doesn't it, it's it literally doesn't. just because somehow for some reason there's someone working in Warner Brothers in the in some executive who's like oh they know this story we can't we can't do that they they all know it already there's someone who has this messed up thing in their mind that they can't shake that is very important somewhere and keeps making these decisions it has to be but like I, I don't get that because like animation should be when you do like panel for panel adaptation because oh, I know. like I, I've talked about before where because like uh, there is differences between like printed and, and and like like motion filmmaking whereas like pacing is different in a book in a comic it's self paced like you can read it at your own pace you can stop you can linger on a panel you can linger on a paragraph for as long as you want before going on movie it's it's is continuous. You have to keep up with the movie and the way you edit it is how it's paced. So it's like with animation, you can directly adapt it like word for word, panel for panel from the original. Whereas a movie, you do have to take uh, liberties because you, you want to fit it into your runtime again, the pacing. So I don't get why you would do that when like the new Batman, it looks like they're taking moments from long Halloween. It looks like, um, especially the, the scene from the trailer where Batman and Catwoman have a brief like fight. It looks to be like that's in Falcone's home, kind of like how the, the novel started. Um, so it's like, 
that will obviously, and obviously Batman Begins the Dark Knight had many inspirations from the long Halloween. Mm-hmm. You can almost call those very loose adaptations. But this doesn't have to be loose. This could be a direct adaptation. Like, nah, let's change it because lol. I, yeah, I don't get it. Dude. It's just, because uh, uh, you don't change it too much because I guess they learn from Hush where if you just pick some random character to be the, the secret villain all along, that makes no sense. It's awful. But but changing it just a little bit, it, it's like you're not doing anything new. You're, uh, I don't know. It's like Ryan Johnson all over again. Like, I'm changing Star Wars. You're really not because it's still the Empire versus the Rebellion, just different. But I don't get it, man. <laughs> Ah. Now, now, now and I, I didn't even know there's DC movies for me. Now, now I don't even care about those, right? Because yeah, because I don't care. Because I didn't even care. Because apparently there's an after credits uh, moment, which I'm like, can we please stop with the post credit scenes? Like, I, I hope the Batman doesn't have them. Hot take. I hope it doesn't have them. I don't care. I'm, I'm over those two. I, I, I am so like, let's, let's focus on the movie that we're watching right now instead of, oh, get excited for the next movie so you forget how shitty the movie you just watched was. Like, no, like, I, I don't want any post credit scenes in the Batman. And this one had it. It was, uh, I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> yeah, this movie had a post credit uh, scene at the end. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even watch it, and I heard uh, I saw in someone's review. I'm like, what? But uh, yeah, it's, it's stupid. Um, I guess it might tie into Injustice because it ends with the Flash and Green Arrow coming to um, Wayne Manor, and they're I guess recruiting, trying to recruit him for the Justice League. So a lot of people think it will tie into Injustice that's coming out. But it's like I don't care. No, I no, nope, nope, don't care. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a trend that needs to die a painful death. And unfortunately, it won't because people flock to it like moths to a, a fire. It, <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, my God. So-and-so showed up. That means the movie I just watched is awesome. It doesn't have a million plot holes because now I'm thinking about how cool it is when these characters team up. It's like, no, no. Can we just focus on the movie at hand and, and whether or not it was good? I I would like that very much. Oh, I didn't even see the original post-credit scene in Iron Man when I saw it in the theater. Me neither. <laughs> no one knew it was there. I didn't know when I, I heard about it came out on DVD. Which and you 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 best believe when I heard about it, I it gave me an excuse to watch it again, and sure. I, you know, I stayed after a second time. But yeah, like it, that used to be a foreign concept because the credits is like where the movie is over, and like you know it's just where you thank everybody. Like who cares? Why are you making people stay? Another five minutes just for, oh, uh, freaking Howard the Duck showed up. Oh, yay. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> and especially especially here in animated, like, come on. no one Obviously, no one cares about these animated movies because they're putting no effort or money into them. So why are you teasing them like, oh, this will be the first time we ever see an animated Justice League movie. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Uh, it's just uh, there's there's nothing super to be excited about anymore. Like there's there's Except, none because everything has been just ruined. Yeah, ruined or just over uh, 
overexposed. And, like and just... I don't even ca- I don't even have any faith in this next Batman animated show that's gonna come out. Like which one? The remember uh, you know the one that they're developing for HBO Max, like that's based off the animated series or whatever, like the Cape Oh Crusader. God! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, God, no. They're gonna screw that up for Can't sure. Can't even be excited about that at this point. No. It's very uh it's oh, just that, sad, man. I want this bubble to pop. Oh, I just I, at this point I'm at I'm at the same. point which we've said before where where I just don't want superhero movies because every time they come out they just ruin something. Yeah, or they're just like they're they're phoned in like Black Widow. It's like, "Oh, get excited because it's a superhero." It's like, "No, again, give me a good movie. I don't care if you find the most abs- obscure C-list superhero. Like if it's a good movie, like good filmmaking, good writing, like all that stuff, then I'll get excited for that more than I will for Spider-Man 15, you know, with Tom Holland. No, see, I said and we were going to talk about it. I said we were not going to mention it. We're not. At all. I'm not. That, that's it. Ever. That's all. That's... <sighs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about the, the, the thing. Don't this worry. It hasn't even come out yet. I don't even care. How good it is. It does not matter. I already hate this more than Last Jedi. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. I, I understand. I, I get where you're coming from. I don't care. It's, it's a principle of it. It does not matter if it's good or bad. That, that has nothing to do with it whatsoever. What I hate most about it is how so many people are still excited about it and falling for it. I'm like, oh, people. yeah. Oh, but tons of people. They'll probably all love it also. Oh, they will. For sure, they will. Ah. And like I, I going back to the Matrix, I saw that like one of the the, top, the highest comment was like, "God, I hope we see Agent Smith again." It's like, look, I, Hugo Weaving was fantastic in the first one. We all love Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith, but we saw him, we saw clones of him, we saw hundreds of him in the sequels. We do not need any more of him, and the and the studio is aware of that. So you can guarantee I wouldn't be surprised at the end of the Matrix if there's a post credit scene with. Mr. Anderson, and please clap. Oh, Hugh Weaving's back. You know it's going to happen. Uh, yep, it will. And I don't care, because there's only one Matrix know. movie. There's one Matrix movie. One. Only yes. one. No oh, others exist. God. It's better. You can, make, you can make a million Matrix sequels, and they still com- combined won't be as good as the first one. No. No, it's impossible. <sighs> you can only God. make it worse. So yeah, I mean, I I, f- I feel like we've we've basically <laughs> talked about what we really wanted to talk about with Long Halloween too. It's yeah, it's, you you had a good thing going. You yeah. you were doing the right thing in part one. You were adapting it like it should be, and then you decide to get all clever, but you weren't that clever. Nope. And and uh, and now you want to be patted on the back for it. No. <laughs> That, that's the part yeah. that's so frustrating. The one thing, if you change something and whatever, it, it maybe fixes this or makes something flow better with this. Like, again, I don't have a problem with changing source material, but when it's an animated movie, there's no excuse for changing anything. Not when you Especially call it when you're the talking. title of the book. If it is that, then make that. Do not call it that and then make it something else or change the ad. No. If you call it that, it's that. And I just don't get I just don't get it. Especially when you're talking about one of the most acclaimed and beloved stories of all time. 
You do yeah, not well, need to okay, fix well, anything. Ian, it we've is, seen that they clearly don't give a shit about that. Uh, clearly, yes. With the, like, killing that's the, part the killing joke was the that was the catalyst for everything where we're like, oh no. Yeah. It, this is not good. Because there were a few yeah. bad movies that came out prior to that. But sure, we were course. still like, oh, but adapt the good go back to adapting the good stuff. Go back to adapting the good stuff. And then they did. Yeah. And then we got that. And we're like, oh no, they can't even do that anymore. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. So now now I'm like, don't do not adapt any more stories. Like do new stories, make them crappy, original, you know, god awful written about some hack in Hollywood who's like, oh, I have an idea for Batman who teams up with Wonder Woman and all she does is chastise him about the patriarchy and she has to save him constantly. Fine, do that. I don't care. Like, But don't touch the beloved stories anymore because you clearly have no respect for them. Yeah, I'm just... I, I'm Because I'm, I... I'm done. I, I am too. Are we going to do our suicide pack? Is, what we're, is that what we're getting to? <laughs> well, I, I didn't mean life. I, I meant, I meant, I meant movies and TV shows uh, that involve uh, IPs that I like. Um, right, me too. Yeah, I was kidding. <laughs> but, but, but you—that's not a bad idea. I, I think we should go to uh, I, again. Let's take a page out of the greatest show ever made, Community. And um, th there's a scene where. Uh, Abed and Troy are talking and they're talking about death or with the group or something. And, and Troy just goes, Abed and I have an agreement that if one of us ever dies, we stage it to look like a suicide due to the cancer, the unjust cancellation of Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should do that, but for Daredevil. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, we should. That's the plan. If one of us dies, we're going to stage it to look like a suicide due to the cancellation of Daredevil. It doesn't matter that it's three years late. Just, that that needs to be. Hey, it worked for the Snyder Cut. Yeah, yeah. Somehow that did come back. So, yeah, that's so that, mean, that's fair. So one of us is just gonna have to bite the bullet and and be the martyr. Huh? Well, no, it's just if it happens. It's just <laughs> if, if it, it okay. If it happens, I got yeah, you. We're, we're yeah. not we're not gonna have yeah. someone die to do it. But but if you know if a tragedy occurs, we're gonna make we the make best it desperate enough. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make the best out of it. Which, a couple. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it. I don't know if I finished three Walking Dead the last time we recorded. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, I had already finished it. Okay, but yeah. Oh, you may, maybe you didn't finish it, but I knew you were rewatching it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah I rewatched that for the first time pretty much since season three came out, and uh, it's not fair. It's great, man. And now, now I'm not gonna lie, season two really pisses me off. Oh really? But, um. Well, I mean, it's still good. Don't get me wrong. It's oh, still, still good. It's still good, but I hate Electra and everything yeah. every single frame she's in I hate it I hate everything about it I hate every storyline connected with it I can't stand it I hate the actress I hate yeah. the depiction of that character I know it's fair it's pretty fairly accurate I mean like she's an annoying character in the comics too sure but I, it's like the one thing that show I um and it's a shame the whole third season, which is brilliant, he's never in the suit. He's only in the suit the second season, but he's annoying, which is the worst one. Yeah, That's one thing I'm still, annoyed with. It's still playing good in the, the second season, though. It's fine. Yeah, it is. It's fine. But but it to be honest, 
It's almost bad compared to the other two. Like, that's how good well, the sure, other Well, sure, because they're so good. Yeah, yeah. I'll My see it that gosh, way. But yeah, I, like, I, won't, I, won't, I won't. The I won't finale the of season three, like, I know I'm mad that, uh, obviously we're mad that this show didn't keep going. And it's stupid that it didn't, but. It's terrible. But, but we got a perfect ending, though. Like, we got we did, a we did. perfect ending. It is, it is, oh, dude, it is so good that I had forgotten. I mean, I knew I, I knew it was good, but I had forgotten just how good season three was. Um, oh, yeah. It is, it's it's just awesome, man. I, I guess you're right. In, in some way, it, maybe it's better that they don't bring it back, because I guess I'd rather them end on a high note that they did on season three then I mean, them bring got, it back we got the conclusion of the kingpin story and we got bullseye all like, yeah. we, we basically got everything that you know I mean, yeah. I mean obviously yes there's plenty more you can do of course with the character, oh but yeah we basically got the gist of everything we could want from a like from daredevil with with that yeah and it, and it was done well it, it's not like it was rushed or like i mean even no. the the brief bit we got with the Punisher was better than all the Punisher oh. he got solo. Oh, the that's the thing, man. The first four episodes of season five are just as good, or of season two are just as good as season one and season three. Like oh, those yeah. first four episodes that are all about Punisher, awesome. the BS garbage of the Electra, and I'm not gonna lie, man, the hand stuff is is bad too. It, it's just it's not good. Oh yeah. It, it, yeah. Most of that season is terrible. The the good stuff are basically all the Punisher stuff. The Punisher oh, stuff yeah. is brilliant. It's incredible. It's so well written. That character is so well written, and it's so well played by John Barenthal. It, and and again, and that's not necessarily very comic accurate either. They, no. It's it's pretty it's pretty vastly different from the comic character. Yeah. Um, the comic character is not a sympathetic. Not a sympathetic no. Um, I mean, yes, <laughs> his family did get killed, and, and yes, that is that is a very. Um, that's more just the catalyst for why this character is here. It's not really the character motivation. Yeah, no, I get you. But the way they delve into that, they make such a well-rounded character, just such a well-rounded three-dimensional character in the Punisher. Where you understand everything that he does, everything that he does makes sense. It's a consistent character with the world. It's a consistent character, like in and of itself. Oh, the way everyone reacts to him makes sense. Oh, like, yeah. How they're like, no, this dude needs to be put away. Like, yes, he does. But like, also, you know, especially with Karen Page and some of that stuff. Like, oh, there's there's a real person here. Oh, it's just so good. The first, those first four, first four episodes are just awesome. Absolutely. And then, and then it's just like just really loses a lot after that well that's the problem it, it, it peaks early because that all mm -hmm. that stuff is so good so then you know you do mm -hmm. get a, a pretty distinct feeling of kind of a, a downgrade afterward but i i still love season two but yeah all oh, your sure criticisms. sure you know no, no no look i'm i'm crapping on it in comparison with the other two seasons in of comparison course. with other tv shows it's still one of the best oh, things God. ever oh yeah but uh I'm just comparing it with just how perfect season. I mean, season one is like a per. It's like perfect TV. It's just it is. It's like perfect TV. Like it's just. It, yeah, it literally is. It's hard pressed to find any season of TV better than season one of Daredevil. Um, yeah. It just yeah. And it made me re. I reread Man Without Fear. Um, oh, nice. 
I forgot how much he kills people in Man Without Fear. Yeah. He kills a lot of people. He does. He does not care about <laughs> killing in Man Without Fear at no. all. Um, I mean, he's literally just straight up shooting people in the head. Yeah. It's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. A little jarring, yeah. But but again, it's a different character right. than, you know, it's a, it's you can get away with that a little more than obviously with a character like Batman. But yeah. I far prefer the non-killing Daredevil to killing Daredevil. I do too. Sure. Because it makes so much sense the way they write into that television show. Because he's yep. a Catholic. That's Exactly. Never, it's never... It's so not mentioned in most Daredevil things. It, it just, no. It's not. And it, it is a pretty freaking major part of of the show. It's still maybe not quite as much, but it's a pretty big integral part. In it. And, and because of that no killing thing, it's like a that's a big core of the whole character, which is really, really well done in season three. Um, yeah, because that, that's where all the conflict comes from. He can't just kill Kingpin. Yeah. Because then it's like, okay, Kingpin's dead. Awesome. Oh, man. You, you talk about, I mean, the Foggy character in season three is just outstanding. Yeah. I mean, he's good throughout the whole show, but in season three, that character really just becomes awesome. Yeah, that's that's what I like him most, for sure. Oh, man. Yeah, this is how Daredevil I guess so. <laughs> The Daredevil TV show over and over that, and over. That tends to happen. Like when Dare, like when Batman would start to kind of fall off in the comics, it's like if you want your Batman fix, go read Daredevil. Yeah, that's true. And so I've kind of been rereading. I reread Born Again. I reread Man Without Fear. I need to reread Guardian Devil. I need to read that again. I have. Yeah, that. for sure. I need to. I have that queued up. Oh man! So thank you for listening to this Daredevil podcast that we have here. We really are all over the place, but <laughs> we knew that, that was, was going to happen. Yeah, totally. We knew that was going to happen, especially with this one. But anyway, we might as well wrap it up here. I don't think there's anything more we need to say about Long Halloween. It's not. Oh God, no! It's done. We not, finally... not worth wasting any more breath. Um, no, we can finally put it behind us. All right. Uh, I guess next time again. Not sure when we'll we'll try and do it next week, but who knows? Who <laughs> next knows? time we come back, we will. Uh, Oh, I guess we'll go back to the TV shows. Where, where, what are we at now? I don't even remember. Oh, God. I, we, we, oh, we, 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 we're, I think we're finally on Shame. Are we Are, are we on uh, 66? Is that where we are? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I, we've been, I feel like we've been teasing that for weeks now, and I'm pretty sure that's where we left off. All right, hang on. Let me look it up. Let's go to the old uh, podcast site over here. Uh, by the way, follow us on Twitter at UncapedReview. Uh, follow the podcast there. Uh, most of it's just me posting community videos. Right community, now, yeah, that's pretty much what it is now. Yeah, yeah, that's it's just me. It's just me posting community TikTok videos at the moment. But uh, still, um, okay, we are. Yep, we are on. Uh, we're definitely in Batman sixty six, and I think you're right. I think we are in Shane. So sweet. How about that for memory? I like Shane, man. I, I'm a big Shane. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Shane I'm fan. Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's freaking Cliff Robinson, man. I, I'm. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention. I rewatched uh, the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man yeah. movies because I haven't. I didn't watch them since we did our rewatch. Um, what? Yeah, I know. Oh man, I rewatched those a couple months ago. I re- I rewatched those at least probably three or four times a year. Yeah, well, there's other not, movies. Not I always the third. Sometimes I watch the third. Sometimes I don't. I still think the third is a good. M- movie for the most part right. especially in hindsight um it, that movie got a lot better in hindsight um oh, sure 
but it's the Uncle Ben thing, man. That that's the thing more than anything else, more than the Venom, more than the rushed, you know, more than the too many villains, more than the rushed Harry story, more than all the other problems in that movie. The Uncle Ben changing of the killer is the worst thing that Sam Raimi ever did. Yeah, well, we can't we can't linger on that too much. We've already we've already gone off the rails enough. I just, and I understand you mentioned, uh, why they did it because it's the oh, whole no. catalyst <laughs> of the black suit. Yeah, no, I agree. <sighs> that's the one. That's the one thing. It, you know, it's still fine. I still I still like Spider Man more than most people. But uh, sure. No, the first two to me are absolute perfection. I think they're the number one and number two super movies for me of all time. But um, nice. But yeah, he's he's so good as Uncle Ben. He's he's the best, man. He's the best. And so yeah, we get to see Cliff Robinson in action as Shane. So uh we get to see man, freaking Cliff Robinson in uh Batman, the OG Batman and the OG So he's in the OG live action Batman and the OG live action Spider Man. That's no coincidence. I'm not counting the serials, I'm sorry. I understand no, no, there were other live action Batman before, but I don't count those. Um no. And and actually another thing, I think we uh, aren't we a couple like a week or so away from the anniversary of the beginning of uh, Batman the Animated Series, the debut was isn't that like second week of September? Oh yeah, my yeah, it sure probably a is. Weeks ago, so happy yeah it was yeah to yeah. How oh, we missed that Batman the Animated Series? Happy uh ninth nineteenth no uh twenty ninth birthday. Yeah. What ninety two? So twenty two. Yeah yeah. So happy birthday to uh to that. All right um. And Adam West's birthday was the first week of September too, I think. So yeah, it was. It was right after uh, Batman Day. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. So happy. Absolutely. Uh, no, we didn't. Uh, the only thing I forgot to mention in Batman news is. I don't know if you saw, there's that uh, audio, uh, that radio show of the Batman that HBO Max is putting out. But I didn't know what it was. Yeah, they're, they're doing like a like a radio serial, kind of like a throwback. Um, you know. Yeah, I don't know about some of the voice casting. There's some big actors, but like the little snippet trailer I saw was some of the voice acting. I'm like, oh, like almost to the point where it's distracting almost. Um, so we'll see. But it's, it's a cool little idea, I thought. I like that. So I'm we'll a see. big fan of those. I, I wish we had more. Because growing up, man, I had a... Uh, well, this this says a lot. I, I, I had a Walkman growing up. And um, yes, we had CDs at the time. But my family had old stuff too. Um, oh, yeah. And I had a tape of a radio... Basically that. Of a radio called Spider-Man. Oh, okay. And it's not an audiobook. It's an actual like radio play, like with sound effects and everything. And it's called oh, cool. Spider-Man: The Lizard Sanction. And it like takes place in like the Everglades and in Miami. And it's like it has the lizard. He's like trying to track down the lizard. It has venom in it. It's a uh, great. It's a great audio thing. And uh, oh, cool. Yeah. So um, if it's anything like that, I'm all about it. I, I'm I'm a big fan of those like drama sessions. I mean, I work in radio too, so I have to say that. But Oh, of course, yeah. But I legitimately do like that. So I, I'm actually excited about that now that you say that. I'm not really Oh, God, I forget. Uh, pretty soon, I believe. Uh, I want to say maybe next month. Okay. I'm going to have to probably 
figure out how best to listen. I wonder how you would listen. Is it, so it's on HBO. It's going to be on HBO Max. It's going to be on HBO Max. Yeah. So I, I wonder if it'll like they'll have maybe like pictures of the company, but that kind of would defeat the point, I would guess. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's kind of weird, but we'll yeah, we'll see. But anyway, I'm intrigued by that. I think that's cool. Yeah, so, that'd be cool. All right. Um, yeah. Again, follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Ian Bartberg. Go ahead and do that. And yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Sorry for the long delay. Hopefully it won't be as long next time. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Going back to Batman 66.